Good morning, good morning. God, I thank you so much that if I didn't know then how important it is to walk in my assignment, I know now. I see the importance of a life spent with you in obedience, using my gifts as to why am I here in the first place. And I thank you so much for it, God, that I don't take any gift for granted. May my words be understood this morning on a child level of understanding in Jesus' name. One of the gifts that God has gifted me with is seeing in a demonic realm, which I couldn't stand. I was so afraid of what I saw, what I heard, and where God was taking me in these demonic locations where Satan currently resides. And I just try to find things to keep me up at night because I did not want to go to sleep just to have another vision in a demonic realm. You can feel it. You can see it. You can hear it. You, your senses, the same way in an angelic realm, becomes the same in a demonic realm where God was showing me. And God said to me, in so many ways, I have not called you just to see in the angelic realm. I've called you to see amongst both worlds and what's currently taking place in both worlds to release in the middle realm, which is the earth. Be grateful you have been given eyes to see beyond seeing. God released to me Satan's plan in this season that we are currently in. And he shared with me Satan's thoughts. And this is what Satan was saying to himself. What can I do now that is so different than what I have been doing before? Because my plan keeps failing me. They're still here. Who can I find that is unaware of who they are and cause them to fall? And I don't want them to just fall anymore. I don't want them to just get hurt. I want them to become permanently damaged. Who can I kill today? In what way can I destroy them? Because my plan is not working. I know the blood of Christ has connected them back to God. I know I'm the reason for Christ even coming on the earth. I am the reason he came to take the keys. But there are children still on the earth. Who don't know what happened. So what can I do now? That's different. 
to take them out. I don't want to just fight anymore. I want them destroyed. Out of here. I got it. I'm going to disguise things and dress them up to look very appealing to their senses. And that's how they'll let me in. Due to their senses. I got it. And then God gave me a dream. Took me in the house of this woman who agreed that she was depressed. First mistake, red flag. You are disagreeing with God has spoken over you to agree with Satan is saying regarding you to destroy you, but you're unaware. You agreed that there's something wrong with you when God said that there's not. God sent his son for that reason you're still choosing to believe. And Christ has conquered it. And this woman said to herself in her bathroom mirror, something's wrong with me. Why do I think the way I think? Why do I feel sad all the time? Why am I not happy? Why is my life the way it is? Why can't I have a good life? Why do things always seem to happen to me? So she went out and started searching for antidepressants. She found this guy in the streets and asked him what do he have for her and her symptoms. He gave her a pill. And these pills God showed me, they were the size of a mustard seed. But they all was alphabets. So she, he suggested her the letter A, the first dosage, to try it out. She went back home in her bathroom mirror and took that little small A. And realized it seemed to work pretty good. And went in her bedroom to lie down. When she got up, it wore off. And she said to herself, let me go back. Because that seemed to work really good for my depression. Because I am depressed. Regardless of what God said and done, I'm still agreeing on what I physically can see. And I can physically see that there's something wrong with me. And he gave her two letter A's. She went in her bathroom and took both of them. And realized, wow, this is much more stronger. I feel even greater than the last time. Let me go lie down in my bed and enjoy my sleep. She woke up again and realized, thank you, Holy Spirit. I want more. She went to him and he said, okay, the ace seemed to work really good. Let me take you up even higher. Let me give you an L. Still the same size of a mustard seed. She went in her bathroom and took that L and realized, wow, this one kicked in pretty fast. This one seemed to be way too strong. 
Maybe I shouldn't have took this one. And as she walked away to go towards her bedroom, she collapsed on the floor. And she realized her body is in distress. So she struggled to get back in the bathroom and stand up. And she looked at herself to evaluate herself to see the changes that's happening in her body that she can't control from her intake. She was thinking, it's too late to change my mind. What's happening to me? I'm dying. I'm ODing and collapsed. And all she could do is look up to the hills and say, God, save me. What have I done? And just like that, she became sober, went back in her bed, realized she was sorry for what she'd done and fell asleep crying, cried herself to sleep and repented for what she did also. And God says, I gave you that because that is what's happening. We find things to cope with what reality has said to us, which is actually the enemy's the source of realities, issues, obstacles, problems. He starts out by letting you feel like there is a problem. And now your attention is on the problem. There's a problem in my bank account. What's the problem? I don't have enough to do what I want to do. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I have voices in my head telling me to do things that I know that's not right. I have a problem. What problem do you have? The doctor said I have this. Christ said he done this. But my body says something different. That's a problem. What problem do you have? I can't seem to mind my own business. I enjoy gossip. I enjoy being toxic. It seems fun to do. Because I don't know what else to do. I have a problem. What problem? My home is out of order. And I hate being at home. So I find other places to go just so I won't go in the house. I have a problem. What problem? I let people talk to me any kind of way. And I accept it. I let people take advantage of me. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I like to drink my problems away. Smoke my problems away. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I hate being alone. So I go out and find people to keep company with. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I'm struggling with my sexual identity. And I don't know how to tell anyone about it. Because I know it's wrong. And I don't want no one to just disregard me and cast me down. So I keep these emotions in. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I am very snappy when it comes to people. I become easily tempered 
frustrated that I retaliate in anger towards people. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I get a little bit of authority and I abuse it by downing people and talking at people, ordering people around, becoming bossy. I have a problem. What problem do you have? God has elevated me in an area of ministry. Now I'm too big for my own self that I left outside the church. And when I say the church, I mean the body of Christ. To create my own body out of Christ. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I just don't know who I am anymore. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I like to use people's money and see and take things from people to keep my things storing up. I have a problem. What problem? I'm a selfish person. It has to be my way or the highway. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I'm comfortable with being a different person in the public. And being a nasty person behind the scene. These are everyday life issues. God said, don't forget another one. I have a problem. What problem do you have? I hate kids. I hate kids. These are Father, God is showing me a Bible. I don't understand the handwriting because he's writing in my heavenly language. But he says in English one word. Finished. The andamoso. Finished. The andamoso is finished. You don't have a problem. It doesn't matter what it looked like, sound like, what you inhaled or spoken. It can never change the fact that it is finished. God showed me a demon, the demon that Satan orders around in these areas of us thinking we have a problem. And this demon has one side of a face of a demonic doll. An eye is missing and half of the cheek has been chipped off. Very demonic looking doll. Very dark. And on the other side is a black horse of the face. And the mouth sits out very far. And the teeth is so big that the teeth comes up towards the eyes. Very big mouth. And this demon walking around having us think that we have problems. When knowing that it's finished is our solution to the problems. So I advise us And indeed I say us. In this walk that we have. And we are walking. 
I want you to always ask God what is and what isn't. Always invite God on everything that you do, see, hear, taste, whatever, touch. Ask him, what do he think about it? God was even speaking to me of concerning restaurants because he know I like to eat. Hallelujah. He said, I go behind the scene. I am behind the scene. I see what you don't see regarding some of these restaurants. And all of them are not bad. But there are many who do not do what they're supposed to do concerning their food and how they prepare and how they keep the place clean. I see what you don't see. And that goes for everything. So it's best that we stay with God on what is and what's not. Don't go out of God to get another opinion because you don't agree with what God is saying or because you become impatient to wait on God's answer that you try to find your own solution. Because there is no in between. It's either God or Satan. And Satan see when you leave God present. Jesus, my God. You think Satan don't see when we walk away from God? You think Satan don't see when we disagree with God? He see. He see. He sees. And Satan showed me what he sees. He's allowed me to see that he's listening to me in God's conversation. So this is what I used to do when I was growing up as a teenager. When I read the story of Job and how Satan had to ask God, can he tempt Job? And God said, yes. So I knew that that testimony. I grabbed hold of that scripture and I said, Satan, look at me. No, you cannot ask God to tempt me with anything because I don't feel like going through anything. And that's what I said. Not aware of what I said. But my focus, was, my focus was on, no, you cannot ask God. Nothing concerning me to do anything. No. But God says, I don't say yes to destroy you. I say yes because it works out for your good. It builds up your character. So these obstacles that came your way, these storms, these mountains that were in your life, God, yes, was to build up your character. Now look how strong and wise have we become. We became so much more than where we were before he asked God to tempt us the first time. See, Satan knows that we won due to what Christ done, not what by our works alone. We're just being used to release his greater works due to his finished work. Satan knows that. But he knows who don't know that. And he knows who's struggling on, who's trying to find out. <laughs> 
So it's best to ask God everything. Withhold nothing from your father concerning any form of information. There is nothing wrong with you. The only thing you need to stop doing regarding you thinking something wrong with you is stop telling yourself that. You are fine. You are not sick. Do you see what your words have caused to happen in your life? It caused the father of lies of this world words to show evident in your life. And God is showing you his scripture that you're going to have whatsoever you say in your life. If your life is failing and falling, it's because of the things you have agreed upon. What are you agreeing with? Disagree now. And agree with what God has said over you. And if you don't know, ask God. Just because you cannot physically see him does not mean he's not with you. He said he would never leave you, nor forsaken you. He's right there watching you agree with a lie when the truth is right before you. He gave his son for that lie you agreed upon. Do you not know it? It is finished regarding every failure, regarding every obstacle, every stronghold. God just showed me another image what Satan is doing. Just now, I see this cage, this big old gold cage, and it's not real gold. He dressed it up to look that way. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there, Satan. Because you're a liar. And he has this big old demon. Very big. Not mighty. Big. It's a difference. And in the front of his chest is a huge fly. And the wings are just making sounds. A huge fly outside of this demon's chest. And Satan saying, this is my new plan. My new plan set up for the children of God. And I'm going to try to find other ways to come in their life using their senses. I'm going to try to gain their attention using their sight, using their hearing, their sense of smell sense of taste to cause them to say things that I know are a lie but they don't know it to enter into their hearts to believe what I'm saying because that's how much I hate God's plan concerning humanity I hate the fact he gave his son for them I hate the fact that he took the keys back from me I hate the fact that I inherit eternal hell 
And there's nothing I can do about it to change God's mind again because it is finished. Regarding me, there is no more me. So my plan is to try to destroy all of them. Now, how many of you are going to prove him to be a liar? By declaring and decreeing God's word over your life. Even your children. God just keep having me speak about children. Because they are the future generation. The same as they were speaking about our generation before we even came. Each generation gets greater. But the world want us to confess that the generation today is demonic. Want us to think that the generation today is demonic and it's terrible. They want us to agree upon what we're seeing regarding the generation today. And a lot of us has give, have given up on the generation by saying negative words regarding them. And we say words like, it wasn't like that when we were that young. Oh, they get away with everything. They don't know nothing. They so disrespectful. They angry. They this. They that. No. God say do not speak and agree with what you see. Speak things that you do not see that you want to appear. Call things that be not as though it was. And it actually is. See the change in your life. See the positive changes. Speak them. Speak them. Speak them into your life. My life is not just going to prosper and God not prosper your life. It's just that I embrace his truth. And I'm going through the preparation it takes to stay in his truth. Perseverance, endurance is indeed satisfaction. Hallelujah. Satan had a nerve to show me his demon in the cage like this is something to present. Jesus. When God says finished. <laughs> That's like somebody just going out their way to create something. To present something. And you're like, Shoo, that's that's all you got. And they did they gave everything they got and put they all in it. And you're not even impressed. <laughs> he knows who knows who they are, and he knows who don't. So I pray over you who do know, and I pray over you who don't know that we continue to remain on one accord concerning God's word over us. Like I said. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for using me to say it. There's nothing wrong with you. You know how many people smile in public but are frowning and crying inside? You see a lot of people who commit suicide or do things and you, and you find yourself saying, they seem so happy. They got all this money and they depressed? They suicidal? Because that's not happiness. Happiness comes from God. Not materials of this world. 
not the resources of this world. Hallelujah. So begin to know right now that you are okay. If there are any, thank you, Holy Spirit, you're so sweet. If there are any changes in your body that you can change and you can help, then do so. If you don't like your sudden waking, then begin to work out. Watch your intake. Don't intake more than you exercise. That's going to happen. And then you feel insecure about yourself. God released so many inventions and resources to help us in areas that we can change. Your hair. I mean, you know, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But things that you cannot change. Ask God to show you the beauty of it. Because God created you to be the way you are for his purpose. And I pray that you fall in love with your purpose and who you are. Because I'm going to tell you something. Me, I found myself growing up feeling very strange, looking very strange. And people didn't help by looking at me strange as well. Who is this odd woman? Because I always was used by God to do the opposite of what the world was doing. So that makes me stand out a lot. So I always stood out amongst the crowd. And I did not like spotlight at all. Still don't. People say all the time, you, you, you nervous to speak in front of multitudes of people? I'm not going to say I'm nervous, but I'm not going to say I run out there and just be so quick to speak. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone has something to work on. Every one of us. I used to believe that things had to be perfect. Because I was grew up on perfection. By what I was seeing. Things had to be perfect. And if they wasn't perfect, I got frustrated. And if it was people to bring the perfection and they wasn't operating in perfection, I was angry at them. Until one day God said, no, that's not freedom. You know how many people there are right now that hate to get a stain on their outfit? And I mean that metaphorically. If you have one stain on your outfit, it ruins your entire day. Again, metaphorically. Meaning that if one little mistake you make, you just disregard your entire self. The entire thing. Or situation. Or circumstance. Because of one little thing out of place, it ruins your whole day. Because you believe that things have to be perfect. Order does not mean perfection. Again, I say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Perfection does not mean order. Some of you think things have to be so perfect at all the time. And when it shows that it's not perfect, you feel down. You don't know how to handle making a mistake, which you always make in the first how, in the first place. Anyhow, you're going to make mistakes. Settle that. Get over it and enjoy life. God did not free you to keep you in a cage. 
that you were never even created to be in. You created your own cage. Created your own cage to keep yourself in. I love being free, free to move, free to dance, free to worship, free to speak, free to shout. Some people don't even know how to be free to praise. Because they're still in a box. And it's okay. And I say it's okay because you won't be any longer. Now why God give me eyes to see. Because I'm going to use this gift. To my full advantage. Of being here on earth as it is in the kingdom. You best to believe it. And I'm enjoying every bit of it. That I did not like at first. Satan had me think that there was something wrong with me. Because I saw between both worlds. And I responded by what I saw. And as I begin to fall in love with my gifts. And see how important it is that I'm gifted this way. I was like, shoot, man, you can't tell me nothing. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I mean that in such a humble way. It's like a, a, a what you call it, Father? Them superheroes we see, the Marvels in the movie. And when they begin to see their power, they begin to, a whole attitude change. Like Spider-Man made a whole new suit. Couldn't tell him nothing. Credible Hulk could tell him nothing. Iron Man, all of them. Thor couldn't tell them nothing. When that power, shoot, can't tell me nothing. And I mean that, like I said, in the most humblest way. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. So can we enjoy Knowing that the work is finished on your behalf, your outcome is finished. Can we enjoy being children of God together and receive all the blessings that are coming our way and testify of God's goodness everywhere we go? Can we enjoy the resources God put in the land for us to enjoy? Can we not be uptight? Can we not be religious? Can we enjoy being children of God? It's so much fun and laughter here. So many great and positive things to do. Why not? Didn't we say that we yielded unto God's words of saying things and doing things? And Christ said, on earth as it is in the kingdom. I don't want to wait to go home to see anything that I could have saw here on the earth. In the earth. Hallelujah. So again, I say, there is nothing wrong with you. Change your words. Change your way of thinking. I love you so much and know that I am always praying for you. I don't just pray for some. I pray for us all at all times. 
my, my life has became a prayer for us, <laughs> which means unaware. I'm still praying while I'm talking to you. Hallelujah. I love you so much. I thank you for just listening and receiving. Again, I say let's enjoy and don't forget to rejoice because we have a sound in this season. And this sound is a sound of victory and triumph because the devil tried everything to keep us from seeing this day. And we are still here. Hallelujah. I love you. And I'm enjoying your testimonies. Keep testifying. It lights up my soul. It lights up my soul to hear what God is doing in your life. Because we know our God is good. Hallelujah. I love you so much and enjoy your day. Love you.